Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss, and I'd like to invite you to try the number one Christian meditation app, Abide. You know, just that word alone, Abide, or to remain in Christ, is why I love this app so much. It continually encourages me to remain in my Creator, which helps me to grow in so many ways, even as I sleep. And I hope you find that same encouragement as well. You can text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the Abide app. Just text ABIDE to 22433. Now, let's relax as we hear tonight's sleep story. Welcome to this Abide sleep story. We invite you to listen in as the Apostle Paul reminds his beloved disciple Timothy what a great God they serve. Paul wanted Timothy and us to know that our God is above all others that he is King of all Kings and Lord of all Lords as you wind down to sleep bask in the wonder of this wonderful God we have the privilege of knowing but before we listen to Paul's conversation with Timothy Get comfortable, relax, and be ready to soak in the truths of our great God who looks out for you and carries all your burdens. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and relax. Don't worry about going to sleep. That will come. But instead, enjoy the certainty of knowing that you are surrounded by God's presence. Breathe out the worries of the day and breathe in the Holy Spirit's power to let those worries go. Be confident that God's love for you is far greater than any problem you're facing at the moment. Think about your muscles and let them relax. Start with your feet, move up to your calves and your thighs. Relax your abdomen and your shoulders. Let your eyebrows relax. Keep breathing slowly and deeply. As your body relaxes, your mind can relax as well and release those cares of the day. Heavenly Father, as this child of yours lays down to rest, reassure them of the eternal life you have called them to. You give life, and no one can find fault with your children from now until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. For at just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only Almighty God 
the king of all kings and the lord of all lords he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him and that light will surround this child of yours even in sleep amen Paul sat down to write to Timothy a young man that he thought of as a son Timothy had been faithful to Paul even staying with him when in prison having a mother and grandmother who believed in the one true God Timothy now pastored the church that Paul had helped establish in Ephesus as he dipped the pen into the inkwell and thought of what he wanted to say to Timothy Paul thought back to the time they spent together in Ephesus there were already a few believers there as well as a Jewish community but the culture was mostly enmeshed in the worship of Greek and Roman gods picture what it would be like for a young man to travel to new places with the Apostle Paul as he persuaded people to believe for the first time the farmland surrounding Ephesus was rich its rolling hills were full of vineyards rich grazing pastures of sheep and goats and fields of wheat Paul was pleased when he was able to taste of the ripe olives sweet figs and large dates Paul recalled how he and Timothy got to know and understand the Ephesians although Timothy was young he followed Paul's lead and rose to leadership easily Paul chuckled as he thought back to how this young man learned to eat different foods in Ephesus the local people made a sour dish out of milk that had been thickened and then sweetened with honey Paul had enjoyed the contrasting flavors and thought it one of the better things he'd eaten but Timothy wasn't so sure in Paul's experience young men were happy with familiar meat and bread he smiled again as he thought of Timothy's face puckering at the sour yogurt (laughs) feel free to smile too as you imagine his expression Paul thought about the many advantages of living in Ephesus it was a wealthy city so the agriculture there was unique and sometimes beautiful he remembered admiring the terrace houses built on a slope using massive stone walls they were almost palaces with three stories and large courtyards paved with marble those houses even had running water the artwork on them was remarkable they often featured gladiators or animals drawn so skillfully they looked real 
picture what it would be like for the average person to see these remarkable homes at a time when most people's dwellings were humble what made Ephesus such a wealthy city was its port of trade this also brought many people into Ephesus which Paul saw as an opportunity for them to hear about Jesus Christ it was as if the world was coming to him it also meant that those who believed would carry the message with them as they visited other places in the region Ephesus was a center of education the odium could seat more than 1,000 people public lectures were given there often to a packed crowd many in Ephesus were happy to learn of anything new which gave Paul and Timothy many opportunities to explain the gospel explaining Jesus to those who had never heard of him was a great joy the most important building in Ephesus was the temple to Artemis this grand columned temple was considered one of the seven wonders of the world Paul had to admit it was an amazing building huge with gleaming white stones it made him sad to know that such a grand structure was built to worship a false god but it reminded him constantly of why he and Timothy were there he knew Timothy would talk to those who visited the temple of Artemis on a regular basis he would have to refute those who scoffed at his own beliefs and he would need to cling to truth in a culture that didn't understand that truth breathe a prayer of thanks that you are privileged to know the truth of Christ Paul thought more seriously about what he wanted to say to Timothy he'd already written quite a bit of practical information to him but he wanted to close his letter with something that would truly encourage his young friend he knew that ministering could be lonely and difficult especially in a culture that didn't understand his message but he wanted to make sure Timothy stood firm in spite of that he also knew that because Ephesus was so wealthy it could easily lead Timothy astray so Paul reminded Timothy for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows but you Timothy are a man of God so run from all these evil things let all money worries drift away from you now pursue righteousness and a godly life along with faith love perseverance and gentleness 
after writing that sentence Paul thought about it for a long time he wanted Timothy to understand that to live a life full of the Holy Spirit he had to be intentional about it it was something to pursue he couldn't just wait for it to come to him he knew that if Timothy pursued righteousness and godliness his life would blossom in faith love perseverance and gentleness Paul carefully wrote more to encourage Timothy fight the good fight for the true faith hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you he prayed Timothy would do this he prayed that as Timothy considered the everlasting life God offered him that his own worries and concerns would fade now let your worries also fade Paul continued and I charge you before God who gives life to all and before Christ Jesus who gave a good testimony before Pontius Pilate that you obey this command without wavering Paul wanted Timothy to remember that it is God who gives life he is the only one who can sustain us through all of life's troubles he also wanted to remind him that Jesus Christ's testimony is true and trustworthy such confidence in him would keep Timothy from wavering in his faith thank God for how he has sustained you and given you life then no one can find fault with you from now until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again Paul knew that some were upset that he'd left Timothy in charge since he was such a young man he wanted Timothy to know that he had confidence in him that if he let the Holy Spirit help him his critics would have nothing to say against him Paul dipped his pen in the ink again and rubbed at a smudge that splashed onto his hand the more he rubbed the bigger the spot grew he finally left it alone certain it would wear off in time he looked again at the last sentence he had written about the Lord Jesus Christ coming again the thought excited him and made him feel like bursting into a song the hope of Christ's return to earth makes all other concerns dim full of joy Paul wrote at just the right time Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only Almighty God the King of Kings and Lord of all Lords Paul thought none can compare to God in his power no king or Lord could come close 
Paul had never seen a king but he had seen a few lords men who were powerful landowners and men who had no one telling them what to do he knew such men felt invincible but he also knew that they could be easily toppled as a tower of child's blocks Paul hoped Timothy would be able to dwell on God's power so that it would put all his concerns in their proper place knowing God is King of all Kings and Lord of all Lords puts all our concerns in their place Paul wanted to turn these thoughts into a prayer of praise so he wrote he alone can never die and he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him no human eye has ever seen him nor ever will all honor and power to him forever amen he hoped that the dark things Timothy experienced would fade away in this brilliant light let any dark thoughts you have fade in this way too illuminated by God's dazzling light let the dark drift away into only goodness and light now to the God eternal immortal invisible the only God we honor and glory forever and ever amazing God and Father we rest in the fact that although you are invisible you are present with us thank you that we can trust you with every detail of our lives amen even though it's night and dark bask in the light that never goes out know that this eternal God watches over you as you sleep be confident that he will not abandon you for a moment and rest well Paul sat down to write to Timothy a young man that he thought of as a son Timothy had been faithful to Paul even staying with him when in prison having a mother and grandmother who believed in the one true God Timothy now pastored the church that Paul had helped establish in Ephesus as he dipped the pen into the inkwell and thought of what he wanted to say to Timothy Paul thought back to the time they spent together in Ephesus there were already a few believers there as well as a Jewish community but the culture was mostly enmeshed in the worship of Greek and Roman gods picture what it would be like for a young man to travel to new places with the Apostle Paul as he persuaded people to believe for the first time the 
farmland surrounding Ephesus was rich its rolling hills were full of vineyards rich grazing pastures of sheep and goats and fields of wheat Paul was pleased when he was able to taste of the ripe olives sweet figs and large dates Paul recalled how he and Timothy got to know and understand the Ephesians although Timothy was young he followed Paul's lead and rose to leadership easily Paul chuckled as he thought back to how this young man learned to eat different foods in Ephesus the local people made a sour dish out of milk that had been thickened and then sweetened with honey Paul had enjoyed the contrasting flavors and thought it one of the better things he'd eaten but Timothy wasn't so sure in Paul's experience young men were happy with familiar meat and bread he smiled again as he thought of Timothy's face puckering at the sour yogurt feel free to smile too as you imagine his expression Paul thought about the many advantages of living in Ephesus it was a wealthy city so the agriculture there was unique and sometimes beautiful he remembered admiring the terrace houses built on a slope using massive stone walls they were almost palaces with three stories and large courtyards paved with marble those houses even had running water the artwork on them was remarkable they often featured gladiators or animals drawn so skillfully they looked real picture what it would be like for the average person to see these remarkable homes at a time when most people's dwellings were humble what made Ephesus such a wealthy city was its port of trade this also brought many people into Ephesus which Paul saw as an opportunity for them to hear about Jesus Christ it was as if the world was coming to him it also meant that those who believed would carry the message with them as they visited other places in the region Ephesus was a center of education the odium could seat more than 1,000 people public lectures were given there often to a packed crowd many in Ephesus were happy to learn of anything new which gave Paul and Timothy many opportunities to explain the gospel explaining Jesus to those who had never heard of him was a great joy the most important building in Ephesus was the temple to Artemis this grand columned temple was considered one of the seven wonders of the world Paul had to admit it was an amazing building huge with gleaming white stones it made him sad to know that 
such a grand structure was built to worship a false god but it reminded him constantly of why he and Timothy were there he knew Timothy would talk to those who visited the temple of Artemis on a regular basis he would have to refute those who scoffed at his own beliefs and he would need to cling to truth in a culture that didn't understand that truth breathe a prayer of thanks that you are privileged to know the truth of Christ Paul thought more seriously about what he wanted to say to Timothy he'd already written quite a bit of practical information to him but he wanted to close his letter with something that would truly encourage his young friend he knew that ministering could be lonely and difficult especially in a culture that didn't understand his message but he wanted to make sure Timothy stood firm in spite of that he also knew that because Ephesus was so wealthy it could easily lead Timothy astray so Paul reminded Timothy for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows but you Timothy are a man of God so run from all these evil things let all money worries drift away from you now pursue righteousness in a godly life along with faith love perseverance and gentleness after writing that sentence Paul thought about it for a long time he wanted Timothy to understand that to live a life full of the Holy Spirit he had to be intentional about it it was something to pursue he couldn't just wait for it to come to him he knew that if Timothy pursued righteousness and godliness his life would blossom in faith love perseverance and gentleness Paul carefully wrote more to encourage Timothy fight the good fight for the true faith hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you he prayed Timothy would do this he prayed that as Timothy considered the everlasting life God offered him that his own worries and concerns would fade now let your worries also fade Paul continued and I charge you before God who gives life to all and before Christ Jesus who gave a good testimony before Pontius Pilate that you obey this command without wavering Paul wanted Timothy to remember 
that it is God who gives life he is the only one who can sustain us through all of life's troubles he also wanted to remind him that Jesus Christ's testimony is true and trustworthy such confidence in him would keep Timothy from wavering in his faith thank God for how he has sustained you and given you life then no one can find fault with you from now until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again Paul knew that some were upset that he'd left Timothy in charge since he was such a young man he wanted Timothy to know that he had confidence in him that if he let the Holy Spirit help him his critics would have nothing to say against him Paul dipped his pen in the ink again and rubbed at a smudge that splashed onto his hand the more he rubbed the bigger the spot grew he finally left it alone certain it would wear off in time he looked again at the last sentence he had written about the Lord Jesus Christ coming again the thought excited him and made him feel like bursting into a song the hope of Christ's return to earth makes all other concerns dim full of joy Paul wrote at just the right time Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only Almighty God the King of Kings and Lord of all Lords Paul thought none can compare to God and his power no king or Lord could come close Paul had never seen a king but he had seen a few Lords men who were powerful landowners and men who had no one telling them what to do he knew such men felt invincible but he also knew that they could be easily toppled as a tower of child's blocks Paul hoped Timothy would be able to dwell on God's power so that it would put all his concerns in their proper place knowing God is King of all Kings and Lord of all Lords puts all our concerns in their place Paul wanted to turn these thoughts into a prayer of praise so he wrote he alone can never die and he lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach him no human eye has ever seen him nor ever will all honor and power to him forever amen he hoped that the dark things Timothy experienced would fade away in this brilliant light let any dark thoughts you have fade in this way too illuminated by God's dazzling light let the dark drift away into only goodness and light
now to the God eternal immortal invisible the only God be honor and glory forever and ever amazing God and Father we rest in the fact that although you are invisible you are present with us thank you that we can trust you with every detail of our lives amen even though it's night and dark bask in the light that never goes out know that this eternal God watches over you as you sleep be confident that he will not abandon you for a moment and rest well <laughs>